Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Poodle, is someone at the door at Southern Charm? Michael, it's time for my medicine. Come and listen to a podcast hosted by some queens. Talking about folks living way above their means. They all live in Charleston where the booze is always flowing. And we know too much about them all because of Andy Cohen. Bravo, that is. Southern Charm. Sweet tea. Well, Cameron is the sweetest, and Austin is a tool. Shep can be a jerk, but Chelsea's really cool. Craig is playing lawyer, Eliza's playing games. There's a lot of other blonde girls. We forget their names. Madison, Heather Lynn, Skimbleshanks. It's Sweet Tea, the unauthorized Southern Charm podcast. No, this is episode two. I just want to catch you up on what we were just talking about because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Not really. I think it's just real. Um, we, this uh, is Southern Charm. This is Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Uh, y'all, I haven't really Weepy. had sex with anybody since quarantine. And this one just said, you need to get it done. I'm giving you permission. To get it done. Because I've, I've been, usually been having sex, but now I'm in Houston away from my boyfriend. So it's basically been like a month and I'm like, Oh, oh, I felt like a little bit of your pain right now. And I'm like, Sweet. I give you permission to have a dick in your butt. And then um, Poodle went on to say. I said that I've been kind of like talking in missives with uh, a certain uh, beau who has, um, who has, uh, we've been both isolating. I've been nervous about it, but he's been, we've been talking and been kind of keeping in touch. Excuse me. Um, you, you said you and, were writing correspondence. Yes, we were, we were corresponding with one another. And I said, what if that was a Civil War letter? And it's like, provide <laughs> me some Civil War music. I don't know if this, no, this won't work because you'll- You know you'll what? Oh, my gosh. I totally- You're going to take me oh, off- Oh, wait, no. Computer. I have Revolutionary War music on my phone. I'm not going to play that and it's <laughs> not be Civil War because they're but, not the same thing. Dear, dear Michael, I received your last dick pic. That must be so hard to take that picture at that angle at the front line. (laughs) And you've got to freeze for a long time. (laughs) I will miss you on these long, 
cold nights. And remember, you Dutch door and me, till dawn. Till then, we meet again. I will taste your semen in my mouth. And I wish you God's grace. Always yours, Poodle. <laughs> that that is that that is a hookup message. <laughs> yeah. Always yours, Poodle Boudreaux. <laughs> I'm. This is really sad because I'm super compelled by any type of war letters. They break my heart. Um, I've been obsessed with them for years. I'll have to. I don't know if you did. You know, I did. And I think I still have that paper. And maybe I can show you where the original ones. I did in history class. (laughs) Well, that felt good. They made me do Texas history or some shit like that. And I was pissed about it because you have to do Texas history. Yeah, you have to do Texas history when you go to school in Texas. If you go to a college, even it's fucking stupid. Anyway. But I found like some gay correspondence between Civil War soldiers, and oh, that's wow. what I wrote my paper about. Wow, it was really—I um, kind of jacked off to it a couple of times. I don't, I don't want to hear no gay letters from soldiers. Mm, just not I think it. it's. Good. I don't know why no one has made a gay movie of the North and the South. I'm telling you, that is. Fucking um, Spider Man and what? W- what's his name? Timothy Chalamet's next movie where they both win an Oscar. I'm confused. Timothy so, Chalamet's fighting for the North. Tom Holland's fighting for the South. And they're they get gay, together in a barn. They're gay. Yes, they're gay fighters and they get together in the war. I have a feeling that may be slightly insensitive, but uh, who knows? <laughs> you know, I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it happened. Y'all, gay people have been around for a while. I mean, we, we really could do, have. We could do there one were, of them. There a, were gay cavemen. Yeah, there were gay cavemen. We could do <laughs> one about a, a black soldier from the South who was fighting to get his freedom. Okay, and then when they, won, your porn. they put him back into slavery. We're not into making your point. And this is a weird area. Um, what the fuck just happened, y'all? <laughs> I am, I've had a day as well. Um, I've, have, it's I've been a, it's been a week, y'all. It's been, it's a, been week. a week. Okay. I blocked, I blocked my mother and her boyfriend from my Facebook. That's where I am today. While I'm also my begging my father not to try to leave the hospital because he doesn't. I don't want him to die of uh, not eating. Not so I'm just, anyone's problems out there are not important. <laughs> you know, but I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Yeah. But I'm gotta, drinking. Y'all, Kate Hudson does not make good movies. She does not. <laughs> but she makes great athletic wear because women fucking love athletics. I think I have a pair of their shorts and they're not expensive and they're good. They're making, but, I'm sure it's making money for her. She also makes her own brand of vodka called King Street, King Street Vodka. And that shit is delicious. I'm sure she's very involved with I'm the drinking it now. I got it from a store in Houston called um, Specs. There was a lot of like a lot of there was just a lot. I went in there and there was all the workers were already were, drunk. No, no, all the workers were sassy black women, or like literally they had a bunch of like trans black men. I was like, look at this store in Houston. This one guy had like vampire eyebrows, and he said, I can help you, baby. Come on, step through. <laughs> and I said, Okay. I love being called baby at a store. Oh yeah, and, and then there was a really big woman with huge 
huge milking boobs. Just, you know, like you just want to hug them up and just rub, just like. I, I think s- we're off and running. I'm going to have to stop you. No, but she calls, she calls everybody love. You know, when you go to like to a yes. satellite, they're like, yeah. hey, love. Mm-hmm. Where are we? Let's talk about Southern know. Charm. I was going to talk about Southern Charm. You know this what? Episode. I miss you. This is the joy that comes in my week is being with you and talking to those dick pigs. I'm glad to to be here with you, too. Um, good. So this episode is called Charleston Wine and Food Festival. And, you know, you all, every kind of major city or like somewhat medium-sized city has a food and wine festival. Uh, it's just I've never been to one. I'd like to go. L.A. Food oh. Wine's supposed to be great. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's. I'd be fun. Um, you just go eat food and just drink booze. Well, yeah, it's to it's to it's basically to you you a lot of people pay for something and it's just to kind of get your name out on the community. Um, it's a big deal though. It's and you you'd be surprised what you what kind of customers you can get. We should do a podcast at one. Mm, and not until someone pays us. Well, what if they pay you in liquor? <laughs> You know, not even that. Sorry. Oh, she passed the point, y'all. Yeah. Because I, I, I used to do things just if they said, I'll, uh, people could get me to do things, and they would say, oh, I'll, I'll pay for your drinks all night. And I'm like, sure. N- now, not even that. Wow. I know. 40. What's happened? 40. That's 40. It's true. It is 40. Um, so we are still reeling after really? the theme party that was the dumber dumb and dumber party <laughs> you know i this party we went back to this party we're finishing up this party and i don't know how but the party got sadder yeah because there was no food as pat says i skipped lunch for this and i need to whitney i need to go home <laughs> yeah she did yeah and so she left this was not Pat's scene there was not ever seen. Again, it looked like someone's Airbnb that they rented out. Yeah, I thought it was like a WeWork space. That's the, what I thought it was. The lighting was not good. But anyway, so little like high top tables everywhere. And it and there was like not really a dance floor. No. Also not really a bandstand that the band no. was on. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was it was problematic. They're yeah. talk they're talking about shit and then Y'all, everything, you know how like when Harry Potter sees a Dementor and the walls kind of come in, he's not able to breathe. It's like he's a horse with blinders. Yeah. And they're running a race. And that race is called Lamar. (laughs) I knew we were going to, I knew you were going to go off on Lamar. Oh, y'all. I almost had y'all. I was exactly your type. He is exactly I almost had to get secret out for this one <laughs> because <laughs> no, that's Carl's wife's deal though. That's her deal though. I know or someone is that had, her vagina. She I'm calls her yet. vagina secret. Yeah. We don't know what she calls her deal though yet. There's been a lot of threads, by the way, in our sissy squad <laughs> of just what Carl's wife is like and some on Twitter. Um, <laughs> They have been people y'all, are really into this. People are really creative. Really, I like I have to say we need who to is pay it? someone as a Carl's wife impersonator just to mm-hmm. show up. Rock, rockabilly goddess Auntie says Carl and Carl's wife never had kids. Shooter is their <laughs> fur baby. That's Carl's, true. Carl's wife loves cold cash, hobby true. lobby fabric sales, true. and French vanilla creamer in her coffee. <laughs> because that's classy. <laughs> 
That is accurate. And then she says, this is what got me. And I walk, this is where I was like, Carl's wife has been seen. She has swollen looking ankles, but the doctor says it's nothing to worry about. <laughs> we are, did say on the last show that she, uh, that she does sometimes she uses a wheelchair because she's tired. Not because at home. At home. Not because she really needs one. She's just uh, tired. The doctor actually does not prescribe it. That's she just what with her thing. feet and rolls it <laughs> like a homeless person who found one. That's Carl's wife. It's her gout. It's her gout. Oh, she has gout for sure. Anyway, y'all. Oh God. Anyway, oh, Lamar so Leva, Leva or Leva? I Leva. I think Leva, it's Leva shows up with Lamar. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. He's a smoke show. He's a smoke show. Now yeah. we had a sissy that came for us, and a lot of this was private information, so I'm not gonna tell all of it. No, don't. I would I'd be but very she careful. Does say, Leva kind of talks about it, Leva. but the sissy Leva really talks kind of talks about it. Sorry. Um, but the sissy really talked about it. they are a Big deal. Y'all are rich as fuck. They own a lot. They're very, very, very successful. Four different restaurants slash bars. That's very yes. successful in Charleston. And apparently there was even saying like Lamar, like kind of this stuff with JD getting called out and all that kind of stuff is that uh, Leva and Lamar kind of like called him out on that. Apparently a little bit of tea on that with, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we don't ever have to speak. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn ever again. Yeah. Um, so uh Leva goes straight for Catherine because Craig has basically told her, God, I hate talking about stupid gossip. So Craig told her that blah blah blah. But we have to. So Craig told Leva that uh that Catherine told him that uh Wow, you Catherine's just said husband. I told her, told him. I know. That's why it's so stupid. <sighs> that's why it's so stupid. Anyway, I'm sorry. So uh, Catherine, Catherine basically was mentioned, was spreading rumors that uh, that Cam's husband, Jason, was having an affair. And Craig said, absolutely not. He's the nicest guy. He would never do that. He's the last guy to do that. And Leva's like, Cam's my girl. I'm going to come after her. You and know what? I did. I kind of did. They were both wearing... So much makeup. I've I'm gonna say something it and was we so much makeup. We've talked Leva was wearing too much and the dress was the dress much. was kind of promish and I didn't like it. I like um, the dress okay, but it was a little too much makeup. Just too much foundation. Catherine's taste this season, we've only seen her in two two episodes, but at least four outfits because that's how Catherine rolls. It's not um, our friend Liz Asty, who was on our show, uh, guested on our show last season, and probably will guest on an episode this season. Was not a fan. She has not been wearing things from Gwen's. It feels like cosplay. <laughs> it feels yes, like yes, yes, feels yes, like, <laughs> yes. Like at the nail salon, it's totally cosplay. It feels like like it is I'm, anime inspired. That's her makeup yes. too. She wears this like. Kind of like Shu Yumora, not Shu Yumora, but uh, like Anna Sui type yeah, of really heavy. Yeah, it's on our cheekbrows, but it's kind of this frosted pink color. And if and we're making this sound, any favors, and if we're making this sound uh, inviting and cool, let me disabuse you of that. <laughs> it is not. 
It is not. It's not good this season. Everything is just about 20 degrees off of normal. Um, ah. We're going to talk about what she wears to the um, to something where she looked like, um, where, where I wrote back, a slutty costume of strawberry shortcake. Yep, that's We're going to talk about that. Yep, we're going to talk about that. But anyway, Catherine's yep. back to being the villain. I mean, yeah. kind of back to being the villain. Yeah, kind of back to being the villain. Um, um, you know, Leva really—that bitch does not play games. No, and all. she kind of comes for her and saying they're a beautiful family. We're going to be fine if you keep your keep her name out of your mouth. She kind of had a conversation like I've seen Poodle, where Poodle says, "Let me talk to you," and then he just <laughs> basically tells him how it is and doesn't yeah. really let them talk. Yeah, that's kind of the better way to do things. <laughs> and Catherine's just kind of like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, now, but Catherine does says, well, you know, I had a family that I thought was beautiful, and she stepped oh, on all that. Wow. So that, I feel like this is being instigated by producers. This I think is, so, too, because yeah. they, they showed the past episodes of when Cam said stuff about Catherine, which really wasn't that but much. That's several seasons back. It's several seasons back. It's also... Yeah. It's not that bad of things to say. No. Cameron would have a camera would have said it in her face, but it was more just like she never I have to give it to Cameron. Now I do think Cameron, I don't know. I feel like my instinct tells me I think Cameron's really fake. I think Cameron, who she is on the show, is way different than who she is in the real life. Y'all can come for me for that, but that's what I, I think th- I think I, you're you're right slightly on that. I don't think she's super fake. I think I, she's as fake as any of the other girls on that show. I think she's kind of me. I do think her husband probably cheated on her with somebody. I don't know if it was this girl, apparently. But I don't I, know. I think something was going on. But, but you know what? Here and there, she's not on the show, so we're she's not going to talk about it. She's not on the fucking show this season. So why do we even have to talk about her? Agreed. But it was so annoying. The things she said about Catherine were all true and were things like she's into drama. It wasn't anything yeah. horrible like she's a bitch and she's. No, and she wasn't spreading, bad, bad she wasn't spreading gossip. <laughs> Y'all don't call do not call someone a, if I if, if Poodle hears that he's if someone I was a if bad I sucked cock poorly, <laughs> you know if what? I heard that rumor, I would find who he did would, it and destroy them. He would send a letter, <laughs> dear Madison <laughs> Croy. I have heard from several people that you said my level of cock sucking was not up to par. <laughs> I would prefer you meet me behind Master's Grocery to have a duel <laughs> at 6 p.m. My darling, this is something I cannot ignore. Cordially yours, Poodle Boudreaux. <laughs> I really should do a whole thing of Civil War letters. <laughs> Slutty you know Civil War letters. Just to show you how meta I am, I'm using two fingers on my pad, and I am writing. I am writing. You hear that? I am writing on this pad. He is in this character. I think we discovered a new uh, Poodle Boudreaux's grandma. <laughs> letters from Poodle Boudreaux Remington. Dear Elizabeth. Monroe Esquire. 
There's something about a letter when people are reading it. It's, it's like an elevated sense of speech that I can't get enough of. When is the last <laughs> time you wrote a letter? Boy. Oh, I love it. I love to get letters. My mom still sends legal pad letters, unfortunately. But my mom still sends out cards. I think what? we should get back into that. I think I, that was one of the things that I said when the pandemic started. I'm like, if you guys are looking at something, send letters to people or send cards. Because that people, when someone sends me a card, I keep all of them. I keep all of them in a drawer. Have and you done that? Have you sent cards? Let's go on <laughs> with um, back to the party. And so... Uh, so Leva basically gives Catherine an, an old tomato. As so friend, we will have a problem. And if we fix this in the bud, we won't. Instead, it's done. Instead, it's done. Um, and so Peter and Madison, who was Shep's friend, Peter, and we yeah. heard about this last season or last episode. Peter's hot, y'all. y'all Peter, I, I don't know why no one, no one has sent his Instagram to us. And y'all, sissies, I'm disappointed. I'm annoyed. I'm disappointed. So, Austin doesn't know anything about Peter and no. uh, basically that Madison had slept with Peter. I assume before he was married, but you know what, yeah. if, he, if he was, but and his, his, his wife, Liz at the time, I, or maybe I his girlfriend before he was married. Y'all look, I'm just going to tell you now straight. This is, I was going to say, this is, this is a segment that we talk to all the time. Straight people be crazy. Straight people be crazy. Poodle. What if you were <laughs> upset about all the other gay guys that a guy you were dating slept with. Um, that's all in a day. You know what? They're my friends too. Yeah, I mean, and if they say, um, so I fucked, I fucked Danforth before you did. I'm like, how long ago? They're like, oh, like a, last month. I'm like, girl, if you would have said three days ago, I would have been mad. But like a month is fine. That's like four fun. years in gay ter- in, in straight terms. We basically slept together. Who needs condoms? <laughs> Come on, Brad, give it. I slept with you by proxy. Exactly. So, you know, I just, I found this whole thing just exhausting. And it, it was very much like taking a glove and like slapping like Peter's you, you, face. Yeah, you know what it is? And I'll tell y'all what this, why I have a bigger problem with this is because it is shaming women for being sexually it's shaming free. Women, and, and Madison is very sexual. Yeah. And I want to I point out that that is not the reason I dislike her or distrust her. I find that she is completely motivated by her own success. And when she gets that, she will dump Austin like a hot potato. Madison reminds me of you. <laughs> that is what you would be on a That's reality show. I know. I know. We, we can smell our own. It's true. <laughs> I, I don't, I still don't dislike her because I, I think she makes no qualms with, again, like someone like we talked about Cam and I even think a little bit of, uh, no, she said she Catherine. loves Austin. She's into Austin. She said she loves him. I don't know. But so yeah, but- Madison calls over Shep and she's like, Shep, where are the shots? He's like, well, I can't do shots here at the party. And then basically, um, so Madison, because Shep was over there talking to Taylor and Taylor was kind of schooling yeah. him like, what and, the fuck's going on? Taylor's Madi- his girlfriend. And Madison really does think Shep did this on purpose. Of course. And- wouldn't you? I would. Uh, well, yeah, but think about Shep invited the women your boyfriend had a threesome oh, with. No, no, listen, listen. He's like, yes, he did do that, but he's like, that's their friend. That's what he said. I mean, that's 
I guess fair. Yeah. I guess um, that's true. I can't. You know what? If and you're Charleston, how many people do they have to sleep with? Well, that's the thing. There's how not. Many? But here's the thing. If you're going to be sex positive, don't apologize for it. That's true. Hey, Siri, what's the population of Charleston, South Carolina? As of 2019, the population of Charleston was 137,566. There's plenty I mean, of guys you, to fuck. You would yeah. go through that in six months, me a year. Mm-hmm. But there's their circle is probably only about 200 people. Exactly. Yeah. So y'all, they're gonna. It's gonna happen. That's why Southern people date their cousins. They yeah. run out of options. <laughs> That's it, y'all. So anyway, well, wait, I fucked everybody in the town. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn, Joe Don. I'll bend over. Okay, you won't be my husband. Sure. So basically, Austin, you guys said, "Did you fuck Peter?" To Madison, which is completely out of bounds. And he gets well, all like, you're my, you're my pussy. How dare you yes. fuck someone yes. before you meet me? And before that, Madison called out Shep and was like, you were shit talking about us. And he was like, no. And Madison's like, look, you're getting to my business again. And Shep's like, no. He does that whole Shep thing of, let's not worry about it and have fun. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be honest. I'm team Shep here. I, and maybe I'm because I'm just so not team Madison. Um, I'm not. I think Shep is still doing a little bit of it. Shep's trying to be better, but Shep does that. He does that whole like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a uh, poor, uneducated caveman. I didn't know any better. That's not true because later in the episode, we're going to talk about it. He actually apologizes to her. He did, but I'm saying at the, par- at the party, he was a little bit like, oh, but, but I do agree with you. Peter is their friend. Yeah. So. And so it was kind of like, you know who I, really had the biggest problem? It's Peter's wife. Get the yeah, fuck over geez. it. You married him. Well, the thing about it is, Madison, That's Madison like Catherine, uh, doesn't have a lot of girlfriends. No. Because she is the alpha in her group, and she's uh-huh. the one that a lot of the guys want to bang. It's and, like Miss Pat, y'all. How many girlfriend? How many women friends of her age does Miss Pat have? <laughs> Almost zero. That redhead who always wear. Oh my god! Oh, I just realized Republican. <laughs> you're gonna be Miss Pat, and I'm gonna be that redheaded woman mm-hmm. who wears hats, and the, yep. vi- and just viciously dyed red hair. <laughs> That's the only way. What it's was her just- name? Oh, it's something ridiculous. Uh, so but yeah. So Austin's like freaking out, like, you're my pussy, you're my pussy. You're my pussy. Madison's like, I just want to leave. And suddenly we hear, Madison, 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 Madison. Madison." I will say Catherine did show up in some kind of large quarter size sequin thing that Shep was later wearing. Again, very questionable. Very Very questionable questionable for her. Shep gives this like stupid speech. Oh, thanks for coming. I love Taylor. Y'all are what make... Charleston, so great. I don't know. Shep is yeah. just maybe after I, I'm last not, season. I'm only I'm only Team Shep in this occasion. By the way, I don't dislike him. I just don't. I, I do. don't know what it is yet. There's um, there's I don't trust him. Um, it's so funny because I'm much more skeptical of Madison's motives, um, than Shep's because Shep doesn't need to earn money. Shep has all the money he needs. I know, but there's... Um, um, but for me, Madison is 
clawing for a space, a place in the sun. I still think Madison Shep wants to fuck Madison. Ma- at one point, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's still. He before. I, I he, still think that's the root of it. I think yeah. there's this root of Shep is not told no. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, y'all, we've we've talked about Catherine. We've talked about then John Pringle comes in. Here comes a Pringle. Show me that dingle. We want to suck your dick, John Pringle. <laughs> That's his jingle. People sing it wherever he arrives. John um, Pringle, follow us on the Instagram. Come at us. I have to be honest. I know people are like, oh, here's John Pringle. Everyone's new heartthrob. I'm in the club. <laughs> I would beg for it. I mean, sometimes there- he looks like he smells like hay. But other than uh, that. That's hot. <laughs> Oh, did I just give myself away from where I came from? Um, I think it's funny that he's a fucking day trader on the fucking stock market. Uh, trading crude oil. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that goes with so, our theme song. I know. Now, I don't love that part about him, but there is something about him that I would beg for it. Oh, um, yes. I and and there is the other thing about him is there is an immense sense of coolness because he has so much privilege and he knows it. And but he won't let you know he knows it. No, and that's why I moved back, y'all. That's mm-hmm. why I moved back because he was in San Diego where no one knew he was cool shit about a southern yep. aristocracy and he was like Yeah. Now I don't blame you. If I was eighth generation Charleston I don't know yeah. if I'd move either because you're going to have to work much harder. And for those who don't know Charleston, to have a house on the Battery, which is the kind of the like right on the edge and the kind of the bay there, that is only for the oldest families, uh, uh, aka the wealthiest families in Charleston. So, and when people bring up their grand uncle and their great 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 grandfather, you can just hear ching 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 ching. I mean, and when he said eighth generation, whoa. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, it's a part of my, especially my my dad's family, to go back as far as they can. And we know when someone left England, uh, but my dad's, my dad's mother's family, we know when someone, we know what date it was. It was like 1656 to come to there. Uh, they didn't come on the Mayflower. Let's just say that. <laughs> But they came through Virginia, and they and it's very important to know. And, and people laugh at this, but it's very important to know where you come from in the South, especially South Carolina, especially Charleston. Very important. I don't know why. How long have your parents been in Oklahoma? Too long. <laughs> Too long. I don't know if I claim ever be in Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. Um. So. Uh, later, Madison and Austin are, um, they are at his house and they're in their clothes in their bed. So I find really disturbing. Is this what we're doing? Sleeping in our clothes now? You know what? It feels so staged. It really bothers me. And y'all ponder that thought real quick of, do you have a problem with sleeping in your clothes? And we'll answer that right after this commercial break. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, we're back. We should we're sing back. that for Cabaret. No. Um, <sighs> so it's the morning after. There's gonna be a morning after. Boy, I just dated myself. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm too young for that song. <laughs> don't remember it. But you're not too young for Barbara Mandrell. Mm, yeah. And or most anything 45 years old. Uh, so. Taylor is waking up Shep and Craig, the dog, not the normal Craig. It's really and, confusing. Every time he says Craig, I think he's there. And I will say, I think Taylor is a good uh, example or a kind of good rubbing off on Shep. Uh, he says, Taylor makes me better, not changing me. He makes his <laughs> make sure to say that because he has to make sure he's in charge. It's true. Uh, but fine tuning me. They- um they are, as we teased in the break, they are wearing this. He's wearing the same clothes he went to the party, and as are Austin and Madison later that we talk about. It's disturbing. I don't understand it. Um, Austin and Madison, and Austin can't get over the Peter thing, by the way. They're still in the same clothes. And Madison says, and this is what gets a little weird. If you've been watching The Vow, like the Keith Raniere thing, this is how people get you to be culty and stuff like that. Um, and not culty, but like manipulate you. She's like, oh, I thought people- you meant culty, like in culty. culty. Yeah. Sorry, that's my door slamming because of the wind <laughs> or oh. it's the ghost in my house. <laughs> I need to get back to Teresa Caputo. Um, oh, ooh, that's a tease. Ooh, we're going to have an interview, y'all. We're going to have an interview with Long Island Medium and her new phone carols. Okay. So she says, you know, Austin, people are going to continue to, like, try to sabotage this relationship. That's how good we are. That freaks me out, y'all. It's it's things like that that makes her seem very insidious to me. Where, do you, like think, where do you think that comes from? Um, It comes from her always trying to be a victim. Mm. And she's trying to take that on. Uh, but she's using that as a badge of honor, and she's using that as it's just Team Madison and Austin all the way. We're against. We're like Bonnie and Clyde. We're, a, we're against everybody. That's why I asked it. It's always interesting to me where I could understand if maybe like you know in the movie Loving, if you're like the first interracial couple yeah. or a gay couple, or they're whatever. not. Or even with my partner and I, if we were like, babe, the world's against us, but we've never said that. These are two straight white, white people. people. The world's not against you. That's the thing. I feel like she's I don't know where just it comes from. fucking gaslighting him. Um, and because, number one, she wants to be on the show. The only yeah. way she's going to be on the show is if she's with Austin. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I told you before, I have no respect for her. And I don't really enjoy her. I do. I still – I. I have a lot of respect for her because I think she's a hard worker and I think that she is her own person. Now that said, and we're going to talk about this later, I think she needs therapy and I think she's got some (laughs) anger issues. Yeah. But 
I, I, I think there's a little bit, and I'm not saying you're getting triggered, but I think a lot of people get triggered by, uh, by Madison because she acts like a man in the South. She acts I, much you know more what? like a man than a woman. I totally, I totally understand that. I'm not saying um, you're not, you're I'm, more evolved no, than I that. Totally, you're not triggered by I'm, that. I'm just saying she's manipulative as fuck. And that's what mm. triggers me. She's manipulative yeah. towards Austin. And that's not what I like. Not, not, not even that I don't give a shit about fucking like tongue too big for his mouth. Fucking Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> 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 Um, I hate that fucker. I'm saying Although, that. Oh, but you would fuck him. An, it makes I would fuck him. It makes me sad to see an animal in pain. Um, so he's he's bummed by that, but she's she says things like, "This is how strong we are." It's it's very like Manson family ish. It bothers me. It was um, very like move. It was very lines you hear in a movie mm-hmm. of like two teenagers who are yeah. like. It's like, it's not Romeo and Juliet. Yes. And I'm like, y'all aren't teenagers. Y'all are adults in your mid thirties or (laughs) old, late 29. Like you have a child. Like this is not where you are in this life. So the next thing is Catherine's at the nail salon with Danny and she walks in as cosplay strawberry shortcake. It's this weird high waisted thing. It needs to go in the dumpster immediately. Look, hideous. Hideous. I am all about being extra, y'all. This is not, more than extra. He's not there yet because he's not famous. But when he's actually famous, Poodle will wear just <laughs> caftans and slippers everywhere. Um, I, they need to make me look good. So. But I mean, I'm telling you, he will now. But, no, but they won't be. They won't be. This is trying too hard, though. I won't be wearing things that are trying too hard. That's true. Now, it won't be sporty like Joshua Proctor wore in the Sissy Squad with his little <sighs> shirt. Boy, that's it. When did everyone get these night shirts but me? They, you know what? They're, so I got one of these long night shirts like Scrooge McDuck. I got one because my dad asked for one, and I forgot he used to wear them as a kid, and he asked for one. I said, well, I'll order myself one too. Y'all, and then Joshua Proctor got one, and if you're not in the Sissy Squad – then you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but there's a video of him dancing, and y'all, it looks like uh, Jennifer Lopez was called in for Anaconda, the sequel. <laughs> was she in that movie? She was in the first one, oh. I heard. I never saw it because it was about a snake. Know. But yeah. Anaconda 2 is a snake I could get behind, literally. <laughs> My Anaconda and don't, don't want, want none got, got one, one. Hon. But anyway, the whole point of that is i don't know i just wanted to talk about his dick okay there we are i I was wondering i was going to let that play out um so anyway they're talking about john pringle and how Catherine made out with him a little bit and there was tongue she said they were necking he's legit recently divorced and so well she's not really recently divorced but she is living with uh her (laughs) ex-husband And she so admitted that under problematic. And she admitted a month ago they hooked up. <sighs> yeah, y'all. She's turned back into a mess. Catherine Hurst turned back into like a season two, season three mess. Not season one, but season two. And y'all, here's the deal. And she admits she drinks now. And I'm not I'm not, not judging her on that, but in the past she's been very she's hidden it. 
Uh, now, y'all see, she says she went to rehab for weed. Y'all, she didn't go to rehab for weed. She went to rehab for coke. Come on. Everybody knows it was probably coke. Allegedly. Don't come it, after me, Catherine. I don't know your life. But, I mean, I've never known anyone who went to rehab for weed. But, but yeah. Do you know anyone who acts as violent as Catherine on weed? No, that is true. Exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. no one goes, no one for weed. So, to me, I think it was really for drinking. I think drinking is Catherine's problem. And I think that, I agree with you, I think we're going to have crazy Catherine again. And I think that um, the thing is, too, when Catherine is feeling like that addict, like frenzy, Mm -hmm. um, she's... I'll probably only feel super excited when she's around. Like she won't do well with John Pringle because John Pringle no. is too, he's too fucking solid. Yeah. He's, like I'm sure he parties and has fun, but he's too kind of legit. She's going to do better with a Tom, with a T-Rav. Yeah. Who, who is kind of like, cause he's a drug addict. He's a total needs, drug addict. Oh yeah. She needs people who are more damaged than she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs to feel. Yeah. I totally agree. So, so they talk about how um, Danny and her love Danny. She's not really Danny's like the camera now. She's just kind of like yeah. in for like Danny. Got her, Danny got her teeth fixed. I think Danny. Some people are like she looks different. I'm like, yeah, she looks great. I think she, she got, got a little bit Botox got, and a little bit of teeth some, fixed. She got uh, tons and tons of veneers. And, she got lots of veneers. She got she got some filler. I yeah. think she looks great. Yeah. But the really teeth great. are the most recognizable for me. Like, hey, she I really did get her teeth fixed. I loved. I would get veneers if I needed them. Y'all do yours. Do you? We're if both this, lucky that I, that we have good teeth. I a agree. lot of people don't. I wish that people would do them slowly. But I agree. Southern Charm hasn't been on the air for that long. What do you mean uh, slowly? For, in, in other words, a little bit at a time. Like Sean from Love After Lockup did his bottom teeth, <laughs> not his top teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all. We're um, gonna watch uh, Love After Lockup after this, and I uh, just say that I'm excited. I know. Under- me too. I really. Apparently, Chevelle catches Quaylon in a lie, <gasps> and we get to see more of Lindsay and and Scott uh, and meet Lindsay's lesbian lover. I told you I wanted to be with a girl, Scott. I just wrote it in a quote about a book. It's uh, funny. It was just in a book. I wrote about having sex with a woman and having her vagina in my mouth. But I have my sister on that. I bought a really <laughs> shitty house for you with some holes in it. <laughs> you should love me. Anyway, Let me bring your daughter here, and there. You. That is on our Patreon for um for Love After Lockup. It is. It is. It is. So, so, are we at the lunch with Craig and Whitney and Austin? We are. Craig, Y'all. Whitney, and Austin's lunch. The Mensa meeting. The, <laughs> the the meeting of the minds. You know, actually, Whitney is pretty intelligent. I feel Whitney like. is intelligent, but at the same time, Whitney is actually the most. Le- he's the least confident person on the show. I agree, and I also feel like he's the smartest person on the show because he's a producer and he's getting a cut, and yeah. no one else is. Oh, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Why do you think Whitney is the least confident person? Um, he's got a little penis. That's it. Thank you. 
Sorry to say it, y'all. It's you know what? It's not even that small. It's maybe four and a half inches. Um, you know what the best thing is? It does get really hard, and he works hard when he's fucking. Y'all, aristocratic people have small dicks because they've inbred it out. <laughs> They're all. I mean, a I don't French know descendant if that theory of Napoleon is based on anything. <laughs> no, a French descendant of De- Napoleon. Come at us if you're a French descendant of Napoleon, but they're going to have a really small dick. Mm. The only reason that Prince Harry has a huge dong is because, and William to an extent, is because they, they married a commoner. Yes. Uh, his father married a commoner. It's the only thing that saved them. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be all hook-nosed and weird like Prince Charles. Boy, that's a, that is true. They have weird noses. Yep. That's what happens when you fuck the same, when your gene pool goes just straight up. <laughs> wow. Yep. Like a pine tree. <laughs> wow. just, just like like a, like a Christmas tree. <laughs> From one source. Um, so basically we're, we're, we're having this like genius lunch and we, we basically hear that Craig is wearing Austin's clothes, his polos. Yep. And Craig is like, I be such a hella good girl, hella good boyfriend. And Um, you know, and it, it starts to feel a little like single white female a little bit when he's like, I would be a good boyfriend. When are, why aren't you home as much? I made dinner. And it's funny, y'all, we have an exclusive behind-the-scenes Southern Charm <laughs> clip. It was not shown on Bravo because um, Andy Cohen um, was coked out of his mind and didn't see this, so he didn't approve it. Um, this is a, a clip of— cokehead, y'all. Andy Cohen's yeah. a cokehead. But his hair looks good Allegedly. long, and I'll give it to him. I would still—he there's something attractive. I would still fuck him. He, he was pro- wearing— he would for sure give me HPV. Even though I have yeah. it already, he would give it to me again. He was wearing the most ridiculous turtleneck. It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, this is an exclusive 90-day gaze. Or not 90 gaze. Sweet tea. An exclusive sweet tea exclusive. Can I say more exclusively? No. So – Anyway, You're y'all, drunk. in this scene, this is a scene from a little. This is a scene from Austin's home. Um, Poodle will be playing the role of Austin. I'll be playing the role of Craig. And this is Sweet Tea Theater. That's all I can <laughs> I should have taken that high note at the end. <laughs> Thank you for trying to do it better than me. Oh, I appreciate that. I had to that. raise my arms for that. Um, you ruined our equalizing, but that's okay. Yeah. Squadcast just went, what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Exactly. And scene. What are you doing? There's all kinds of like laundry here. Why are you wearing yeah. my clothes? I um, I like your smell. I know you don't really think about it because you just wash Irish Spring, but it's so like natural. What do you? I have some organic chia seeds for breakfast. You want them? I want you to like uh, um. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to put my tongue back in my mouth. I want so you. Big. 
I want you to like not wear my clothes and not leave stuff around here. Okay. Dude, I don't why are you on my case? I'm just trying to do the best I can. I'm like living here. I'm cleaning up your stuff. Yeah, I'm not paying rent, but I'm I'm like totally why well, I clean this corner. Okay, well I left my you know, I made you eggs. You don't eat them. I don't feel like you're validating my Dude, You gotta stop sniffing my underwear. But it it smells like teen spirit. That's still not an excuse. Hold on, let me put my tongue back in my mouth. Why are both so big? And <laughs> y'all, you can bet. One thing I can guarantee you that we're gonna have extra scenes here on Sweet Tea. You just hold on to that. He's kind of into him. I I was kind of tell shocked. me you were. Tell me you weren't aroused, and I'll throw my drink in was, my computer screen, and it will come out it. of your computer and hit I was you in California. It. I was into it. I was into it. Y'all, if – question, Poodle. How much would you pay for an OnlyFans of Austin and Craig just jacking off together side by side, touch lightly touching legs? <sighs> I wouldn't pay more than $5 for just light touching legs. It would need to go up with soft nipple tweaks. Um, then it would be like more eight. If there was nipple contact with the mouth, it would go up. If there was a little bit of body contact, we're talking at least $10. If there was actual blowing, that's a $20 charge. Um, I don't really pay anything besides that. They're not going to fuck each other, unfortunately. You are so cheap. <laughs> You know what? I don't like to pay for porn, just to be honest. No, porn I, should be something that is free. But porn like sex should be free. You and like and you and like old men are the only people who still download porn. <laughs> Everybody else knows they can just get it off of Xtube or porn. I like hub. to own it. I like to have it in my position. My possession. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The opera's not opening. It says disc. Disc full. Carl, why is it full, Carl? Pictures of Shooter. Shooter, go get your daddy and tell him to come in here, please. Shooter needs to go out. (laughs) Oh, Carl, take Shooter out. I think he's got a poop poop. Thank you. I would go out, but it's rained in my wheelchair. Y'all, Carl downloads <laughs> so much porn. Yeah, Carl. Carl has filled up his hard drive with internet oh, porn for sure. <laughs> he even puts on his thick glasses so he can see the screen while he watches. Um. So, so Leva. We, let's move on to we. We see Leva and Lamar. Um, uh, is her child's name really little? They just don't want to say the name. Um, I, I think that I want to say the name. Yeah. Um, Leva, I want to interview you and I want to interview your husband and I want to come to your house because your Ooh. house is gorgeous. Your son is gorgeous. He's a cute kid. That, no, he's not even cute. That kid is fucking gorgeous. That is, a I go- don't refer to child children as gorgeous, but yeah, I, I, I think about. that baby is so beautiful. And I think your husband needs to touch me. There we are. 
And they talk about the, being a mixed race couple in Charleston, which that I can imagine. I don't even think about that here um, just because you see it so much. But mm-hmm. um, uh, in Charleston, you would people would still give it a look. You know, yeah, that's that is true. Um, common, you know, I think for a lot of white people, maybe they don't realize that of where they live. But, you know, my I, I love living in L.A., but my partner I've talked about, it's kind of like. A being gay, but then on top of it, like, where do we live? We're a mixed race, even like progressive cities. Like I've noticed when I've gone to Portland, it's very white. So I feel like there's not, and I didn't mean that even from a heterosexual standpoint, I don't see mixed race couples in a progressive city, almost too progressive city like that. It depends so, on how diverse the city is, though. Doesn't matter so, how progressive the city is. That, well, yes, that's true. But, um, uh, yes, true. Wrong choice of words. But I mean, you can attest like it's I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I've always just assumed Charleston is basically very white with a lot of white people and then kind of an undercurrent of a of of black people who are there. No, because there's tons was, of black people in Charleston because of the aftermath of slavery. Yeah, no, but that's what I was about to say. Yes. They're a different class because yes. that's how that's where we are. Mm. Yeah. So would you would Leva be as a South Carolinian? Would Leva be like, like I feel like people in Oklahoma wouldn't even know she was Indian. They would think she's Hispanic. It's easier for her, and I, 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 I'm not saying I'm not minimizing her experience as being part of a mixed race couple, but it's easier for her because she's not a white blonde woman. Because if she was a white blonde woman in Charleston oh. dating a black man, that would be. She would get a lot more looks. Well, she's I already guarantee. on the. She's already not in the club. Exactly. If you're she's in she's already club, an outsider. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Danny dated a black man, that would be a huge deal. Uh, yes. So, yes. do you think it's a big deal now that we've talked about this? But this is the news. Y'all. I think y'all know this, but y'all now. This isn't a spoiler because it's not talked about in this season. Catherine is dating a black man who is Ravenel with two L's, which means his family was owned by the Ravenels. I'm sorry. And she's dating a black man. I think it's totally PR. I think it's a total publicity uh, stunt, and I think it's stupid. But she is dating a black man. But do you think people are – is Catherine in the club or no? Uh, she's been forced out of the club because she has done too many things that are socially unacceptable. Now she's on the fringes and she can only be, um, she can only be spoken of, um, as being that wild Catherine. Mm. But it's someone know. like to give an example, cause I really, I guess like, most Eli- them- like imagine Eliza Limehouse, not even okay. Danny from a, from a family like that. If Eliza Limehouse would have married a black man, um, maybe her parents would have been okay. Her grandparents and other family friends, not so much. Yeah, because you have you to know. think about somebody brought up on our sissy uh, sissy squad in the Facebook group. They said, and I forgot how much of the show. Which again, Whitney, he's not listening. We just talked about your dick, but I have to say, I do think Whitney is a really good producer, and good for him for taking a lot of stuff head on because. And Leva and Lamar talk about this as far as about being raised in Charleston. But you, one of our sissies said, I don't think I can watch this show. They just make kind of a joke about how Lincoln was not their favorite president. Because basically, oh, was that? that was like in season two. It was at one of Thomas's dinner where they kind of oh. insinuated that Lincoln wasn't their favorite president because he freed the slaves. 
that is like that that's is what happened. Value. Yeah, that is what happened in this. But that is what happened in this show and was said publicly. And I, now, you know, I I would like to be scandalized by that. But growing up, I heard that growing up in South Carolina. So really, yeah. So I, uh, it's it's not that. Yeah, it's just. Because Y'all, Lincoln, not Lincoln in South Carolina, you guys. Lincoln is the one who did the that who completely ruined the state's economy. Economy, which the economy was slavery. Yeah, Y'all, as disgusting as that is, but you, don't think you know, systematic racism is a thing. Read a fucking book. <laughs> I would put it. I would put it. Do your work instead no, of read a fucking book. Talk to black people. I'm not God. No, but this don't, is don't talk to black. Don't make black people explain to you well, why no, systematic no, yeah, racism that's is true. a problem. No, they shouldn't explain it. Do your work. Do that's your what work. I'm Thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so Whitney. Um, uh, oh yeah, they're still see. at lunch dinner. They're, they're still at dinner, a- and they're eating dinner. They're eating. They're eating fattening food like they always do, and. Um, I mean, really, nothing happens at this. Uh, oh wait, no, we're talking about Laban Lamar. Yeah, no, I was talking about Whitney going to Pat's house. That's oh, what I was okay, yeah, about. we're at that. Um, there was a scene with them with Shep doing CrossFit, and it was just weird. Um, and uh, Shep's got little bird arms, and Craig's even though he Shep says does have little bird yeah. arms, and Craig is like, I lost a lot of my body and my mass. I still think he's good, y'all. I would fucking beg for it with craig he had some instagram pics of course he was like a vampire with tattoos for halloween like true blood which every gay person did every gay person did um and the thing is craig isn't gay he's just trolling us well he loves the thing about it, he, craig craig loves to push boundaries he does and um he loves to confound people in his Where own is way he- I don't, don't see look him. Don't, I'm seeing I, like trying to find his vampire pics. I can't find him. You can do it after. <sighs> Fine. Now, oh, I wanted to say too that one thing I liked about Leva, what she said, and I think this is important, is that she was people would stare at her and look at her in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And Lamar, her uh, husband at the time, was kind of like, "Let's make this town. Let's no, we have to be a part of it." And kudos to this because honestly, y'all. I couldn't stay in Oklahoma and Texas. Poodle couldn't stay in South Carolina. I did not have it in me to change the culture. And when people want to stay and change the culture, but when people do want to stay and change the culture, I just want to say, I, she had this idea of where do I fit in? And I appreciated that. I just wanted to say that. I get that. It takes more than one person. It takes, but it has to take take one person to start. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I kind of disagree um, that the people in your culture are the last ones to affect you. I think it's the mass media that we see. I think it's what we see in movies. I think it's what we see in television. I no, I'm not disagreeing. With, I 100% agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. But when, but if you're in your small town, you can't control the media. You can just kind of That's control true. your surroundings. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also want to say that. Craig or Austin and Shep are shading how bad Craig is at working out. But to go off of your point of wanting to fuck Craig, did you see how swole his peck looks after oh. he worked? Craig by far looked the hottest working out. 
Y'all, I would so he's so cute to me. He's always been that cute to me. I'd bang I, him. I'd bang him seven ways till Thursday. I think his dick tastes like white rain. <laughs> white rain? Remember that body wash? White rain? <laughs> You're showing your age. Um uh there's just something about him. His little like crinkly eyes he's and like very handsome. Yeah. He's just he's charming. Charming he in every way. He would I bet he would still do coke off your dick. Yeah, if I had an eight ball, that's the if I go to Charleston, I'll make sure to pack an eight ball. I am so <laughs> worried about when we do live shows. I'm just worried about what's gonna happen. By the way, I don't I don't do drugs anymore. You don't you don't do cocaine after thirty. It is Speak, not a good drug. It's not a good drug. Speaking of live shows, y'all, we just want to remind you that in the show notes of this podcast, be sure to check out We're Having a Contest because as many of you know, um, Discovery came for us, Discovery TV, not TLC and not Matt Sharp, but we have to change our name Legit for 90 Day Gays. Literally, yeah. lawyers came from us. We have to change from 90 Day Gays. So how are we going to choose a new name? We're going to let you decide. So there's a Google Doc link that you can click on. And you can choose a name. All the rules and everything are in the show notes. You can submit your inform- your uh, your name by December 4th. And you can submit as many times as you want. I think we already have like something like we announced it yesterday. And we have over 100 names or something like wow. that. Suggested. Yeah. So we and are. Remember, uh, this caveat to this is, yes, if you get it, we fly you to our first live show. We give you we're going to give you two tickets Primo tickets to our first live show. And we'll pay uh, for your airfare. Your friend, if they fly, they got to pay their own ticket. No, I, you, like, do like what I do and meet someone in town and take we'll them. We'll pay for your airfare. And it's for anybody in the continental United States. Although I think we will make it an exception from Toronto because it's pretty yeah, cheap. No Hawaii, Toronto. no Alaska. Vancouver, you're fucked. Vancouver, <laughs> you're fucked. Toronto, we'll pay for Toronto. No, but no, uh, if, we're, if it's in LA, Vancouver is really close. Okay, to Vancouver or Toronto, but that's it. You don't even know where Toronto is. It's somewhere by Maine. <laughs> no, that's Vancouver. Toronto's far, much farther away near New York. Probably the closest city is New York City. It's by Maine. It's on the East Coast. Yeah, it's not really nearby Maine, but that's okay. It's over by uh, King Edward Island where Anna Green Gables is. <laughs> I, I want to go there. Isn't it Prince Edward Island? Yes. <laughs> You, if you, if someone was not here to correct your inaccuracies, someone would just say, "Is this just this Rube talking about things who's just pronouncing things wrong?" Either that, or they would be really uninformed. Um. Anyway, so so they uh, work out, and then Austin talks to Shep. And this is very brief, but Austin basically says. You made me look like a fool. You feel like you set me up. And Craig yep. says, I didn't mean to do that. And he does something. Shep. Or not Craig. Shep says, I didn't mean to do that. And Shep apologizes. Which never has been never. done before. And Craig is like, I was shocked. Craig never. never. And I thought, wow, I really want some cheese sticks. <laughs> yeah, it was something. It was something. It was something. It was fine. So Austin invites him to the Food and Wine Festival, which is going to be coming Finally. Which acts like it's like a fucking like golden Willy Wonka ticket. It's true. <laughs> but before that, y'all, it's cocktail hour. It's cocktail hour. At Pat's hour. house. At Pat's house. 
So Whitney is there and he's decanting some wine, of course. And John Pringle is coming over, our favorite sex symbol. And uh, uh, he's a vision in denim, all denim. And of course, people have a problem with it. And I will say this is, it's not necessarily always the best look. It looks like he is a Californian visiting Charleston. It looks a little too casual to go yeah. see Miss Pat, I have to say. Um, so they ask, you know, he's like, can I have he a bought vodka pretty flowers? He bought, he yeah, brought from, flowers. from like Publix or something. What would you bring if you were going to see Miss Pat? Uh, Tiffany jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd bring something that she'd rem- remember and she would talk about on Instagram because she would shade me otherwise. Um, so he shows up and they're like, He's like, what do you, Michael, of course, Michael the butler says, what do you like to drink? He's like, vodka martini. Before before we say this, I just want to say, sit down, everyone, because this is where Poodle was read for filth. I was attacked. (laughs) Um, I'm still stinging from it. Um, Michael said, vodka, we don't do that in this house. Why would you want to have a, uh, why would you want to drink something that's just rolled around the filth? In the dirt. A potato that's rolled around in the filth and the dirt. You know what? We can, can drink gin that are botanicals and they're good for you. I've rolled, I've eaten a lot of potatoes in my time. So I'm fine with rolling around the dirt. You know, roll me in dirt and see where the wet spot is. That's all I've got to say. Wow. <laughs> you know what? That made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> And I've been wiping my father's ass this week. So the fact that that is what made me sick. Wow. Give me vodka or give me death. I like gin, but vodka's just cleaner to me. Um, I, and, and I prefer, I prefer not, gin. Most vodka's not made from potatoes. Um, no, I think actually this, um, where is it? I don't even, oh, it's over there. I think this St. Uh, King's Vodka, and I know Tito's is made from corn. That's where a lot of it is. But I, I gin does fit my body's constitution better. Oh, give me vodka or give me death. Give me vodka or give me dick or both. Well, um, I only like gin because when I met you and we were roommates, that's all you drank that's was gin. All I drank. And then I think I just got to a point where gin is very um, strong. Very strong. And my body didn't handle it as well. Um, and the clearer the liquor, the better you are. But there was something about gin that. I don't know. It just stopped. My body kind of went, nope, don't do this anymore. You woke up and there was like five men over you and something seeping out your ass. And went, I think this is not healthy. No, that would have been the sign to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they're having martini. He's uh, uh, anyway, Michael says, you're going to have a gin martini. Michael gets really interesting here. So. They basically tell him that Austin and Madison aren't very long. Pringle, you need to get with Madison. It, uh, yes. But by the way, Patricia is so rich that her house used to be the public library. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Um, they talk about some old they shit. They talk about his house and his old shit. But yes, they basically, she says, Patricia says, are you looking for someone? And when he's yeah, like, are Jesus. you looking for someone? And she's like, what do you think of Madison? And she says, yeah, he's not with Austin for long. She wants a career. She, and this is true about Madison. Madison is a go-getter. She's a hard worker. And she says, I use this word a lot. She was like, Austin is so lackadaisical. 
I don't think that's how is that spelled? I need to know. I think you're saying that wrong. Lackadaisical, or is it lackadaisical? I don't it know. is lackadaisical. You're right. Yeah, lackadaisical. For a minute, I thought it was lackadaisical. What uh, lackadaisical? What does it lackadaisical. mean? Lackadaisical. It means lacking enthusiasm and determination, carelessly lazy, which is exactly what Austin is. That is exactly what Austin is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin. Lackadaisical. Yeah, so as well, you're, and then. So, and then Patricia shades him. She's like, I mean, really, he's in three stores. He's not a Budweiser. <laughs> I think, I think also this is, this is much more of a plot point. The producers are trying to get a, a they're, they're trying to create competition here. Question uh, for you. I yeah. agree with that. Do you think Austin and Madison are actually together or do you think it's just for the show? I think they are conveniently in a relationship. I think it's 100% fake. I don't yeah. think they're together at all. But I, I think it, that's what I basically said. They're, they're conveniently together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, that, so that's where John talks about. He does crude oil, natural gas, and all that kind of stuff. And so um, basically, I mean, that's kind of the We the move point. on to the Food and Wine Festival. The food and Wine Festival. Craig is... Um, Craig is setting up, helping him. He shows up. Madison's there. They're working the beer. Catherine shows up. 6.1 Can- truffle IPA. 6.1. Hold on. Actually, I think his beer sounds good. I do want to try it, to be honest. Yeah, um, it sounds sweet to me. Austin, send interested. it to us. Send us your beer. We're not going to pay it for it, but send it to it. We have our, our, our 90 Day Gays um, website in the show notes. And Madison... Madison's working her ass off serving the beer. Yeah, Catherine, she's on the she's on the hustle. She's on the hustle. Catherine shows up. Catherine doesn't drink beer, but then she pulls a poodle poudre of <laughs> oh beer. I'm not familiar. <laughs> Mad respect the way she downed it. She just uh, downed that motherfucking beer, and y'all, she didn't. You know how like when I down something, and poodle does this too. I've seen him. When we down something, we make a face at the end. Mm-hmm. Catherine didn't even move. No, didn't flinch. <laughs> didn't. I mean, y'all, that is an alcoholic who can just go water yeah. to mama's milk. She's got problems. Um, so John Pringle shows up. He's dressed in his normal denim armor. He is. And uh, he's like, hey, Madison, because he's been brainwashed by Pat. Uh, and Catherine's he like, what? what are you doing? We just made out. And Madison's talking to John Pringle, and she's like, I like your jean jacket. It doesn't look girly on you at all. I'm like, okay. I guess that's where in, we're going. In this fact, is- it looks pretty good. I mean, you are so Madison. It's beyond. Maybe that's why I really don't trust her. Because I, have, I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't trust, trust you at all. I don't trust you at <laughs> all. If I'm looking you know, at a guy at Fiesta Candina and he's the one cute guy there, I know you're going to shift me in the back for him. Yep. Fair. It's competition of the animal kingdom. Uh, uh, dear Margaret Sessions, I regret to inform you that I have taken your son as a lover. <laughs> and that 
he was he was delivering me groceries for the last time today. I know your husband's in a, is in a way fighting the Yankee cords, but I would like to tell you that we are fine, and he is the love of my life. Prayers up for your husband, and I wish you luck with your upcoming birth. Poodle Boudreaux, Esquire. <laughs> Y'all still, I'm still, <laughs> still drawing on my paper. Hey, really, I'm, I'm really impressed by the commitment. It's just, I'm, God, I love doing this fucking podcast. This Burns, is so, we're so you, fucking stupid. I love if it. If you ever watch Ken Burns' Civil War, when people read the letters, it's the most compelling thing you've ever seen. It is beautiful. Y'all, that makes me sob. Oh, it's I, I really feel connected to Civil War stuff because not to be political, but just it's where we are in this country and people are scared oh, about that right yeah. now. Well, so it's really I kind of think we're like 1920s, 1930s uh Germany right now. I feel like not, we're more of that, yeah. Not to be Y'all, scary, but I would Google the word coup and see what that means. <laughs> that might C- be a- C O U P. C-O-U-B, just see what that means and see if that see if that um hits with anything you see going on right now. Um anyway, not to get political, but uh Madison and Pringle. If someone tries to throw throw overthrow America, that's not political because <laughs> something I'm excited to do, to I be agree. honest. I'm excited to wear a flag shirt, to fly a flag. To be patriotic as fuck, and that's not associated with a political party. It's just associated with America. I agree. I agree that's with all you. I totally. want to say about that. Um, so, did you think that when Pringle and Madison were talking, there was big time sparks? They're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck y'all. They're gonna fuck y'all. And she sees promise in him, and he sees promise in her. Because they're the same. Because you were right. At you. This is why you hate her, and this is why I respect her. I don't hate her. I don't hate like, her. Or not I trust, don't trust her. her. I think she, her, she's out for herself, and she's out. She's not out to find a relationship. She's out for herself. But I think why I like her is because, especially for, I mean, the only thing that can make me love her more if she was like a black or Native American woman in the South trying to like work her way up. But she's a woman in the you know, South. And she'd be very different. She would, but I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I just, I, she, I feel like she's the underdog, and for me, not it's anymore. That, but no, but she used to be, and she still was the underdog. Think about it. She was a fucking hairstylist, and I don't mean, I don't mean to denigrate hairstylist. I just mean, den- I don't mean to denigrate hairstylist, but. What I mean from that is a lot of people poo-poo that. It's like, oh, you're just a little hair bird. She has built this up, built her own salon, started from just doing hair, now built her own salon. And now on top of that, like Madison in five years is going to come out with her own fucking hair care line. That is astonishing to me. And she is moving her way up because she's going to see Austin and then she's going to see John Pringle and she's going to take that step up. And that's exactly what Poodle Boudreaux would have done. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying from a storytelling perspective, um, they're not wanting us to see her in a good light. Um, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad, glad we can agree. 
Anyway, so Madison confronts Shep and he kind of says, I'm sorry for that happening. And she's like, I want a better apology. That was the exact word. Look me in the eye when you talk, which is true. If you're going to apologize to someone, look him in the eye. And she is, this is why I think Shep wants to fuck her. Because at that one point where she said, he said, Shep, stop shaking. I'm not coming for you. That is, Shep gets so. Well, she's terrifying. But nobody, it's, it's because Shep is, he's aristocracy, but he's also, quote unquote, not attractive, like normal attractive. And he's not, he's weird with women. And I, he doesn't and have the upper hand. And she is so beautiful. She is. I mean, she is like, she could be a Hollywood. She is that beautiful. And so, I, like, his girlfriend Taylor is pretty, but Madison's at an upper tier. So he doesn't, he literally is shaking as he talks to her. I feel like he he does consider himself to her, her an adversary. And and I feel like, the thing about, I know you've talked about this, Shep is very emotional, but he doesn't let you show it. I've said that. So yes. when he's serious about something, he will get emotional. Yeah. Um, and the, but in the other way, Madison, because she's where she is as a woman, she's kept her emotions in check. Um, yes. And, and it's almost too late for Shep to show his emotions by then. Yeah. But it's I think for late. her, I worry about what's going to happen to her. Uh, Madison, even if she gets John Pringle, if she gets the husband of her dreams, because she's not going to be with Austin, you guys. And I worry about for her, is she going to be the 38 year old woman drinking eight martinis and yes, asleep? Madison wants to be Miss Pat. Yeah, she does. That's what she wants to be. And that's what Pat, Pat, Miss Pat is. She is someone who has gone through husbands and is drinking martinis. That's what Madison wants. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so at we the can end, go through line by line of their Shep and Madison's fight, but y'all, as Austin kept yelling, it's exhausting and nobody wants to see it. This part was laborious to me. I find Austin so ridiculous. He, well, he's um, just because he's he trying is. to protect Madison, but trust me, you don't need to protect her. She's he's, fine. He's, I mean, he's as dumb as a lump of clay in the Grand Canyon. I mean, you know what I mean? I really know what that means. He's no. Just, <laughs> he's just stupid. That, that, I know what that means. I'm um, drunk. I know I you are. We need me. to end this. We I'm need to drunk. end drunk. I'm drunk. All right. That's the show, y'all. No, is it? The, no, don't go away. I love you. That's the show. Um, Yo, I wish I was with Poodle right now because I'm a little tipsy and I'd like I like to touch him. I like to hug him I'm so and rub happy his arm. I'm not with you right now because he doesn't get enough touch and he flinches at it. And I want to help him of it. Um, y'all, you can go to ninedaygays.com to find all of the info. You can find on find our ninety day gays podcast. You can find uh, our Patreon, which we are in love after lockup right now. We're doing Blackville. Uh, We're doing Blackville. Yes, the, just announced today, we are doing Welcome to Plathville Season, season two, 2 at our $5 tier. Um, so, we're going to talk about Hot Micah Plath, Hot Micah Plath, who never Mo, puts his shirt on. Moriah. 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 Um, and, y'all, you can come at us on Cameo. Come at us on Cameo. I'm at Jake It or Fake It, and she's at The Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. I sure am. And I just want to say... Madison also reminds me of you because you would make someone apologize to you. And then after they apologize, you would say, well, are you going to buy a hat? 
<laughs> that was good. That, that was, was good. good. You would totally do that. I, um, she's like three steps beyond what I would do, though. No, but honest. do you? That that's true. She is extra. Yeah. Now, do you have? Because we talk about this segment that we used to do for sweet tea. But I have a quote and quotable. Do you? No, but that's fine. I'll come up with one. Okay, so here we go, y'all. Strong tea. Strong tea. Give me strong tea. Quote and quotables. Okay. My quote and quotable is when Miss Pat was talking to John Pringle and Whitney, and she just said, Madison deserves Budweiser. (laughs) I... I guffawed, guffawed. It was funny. Um, what about you, Poodle? Do you have a quote, quotable? My, uh, oh, my favorite enough. one. My favorite one was the, was the crazy Madison like brainwashing of Austin, and she's like, "This is testing us to see how strong we are." Oh God! So <laughs> you know what? We also Y'all, forgot. She's gonna drop him so quick. Oh, quick! When like- she gets to her next level. You know what also we missed? Um, you know what? We're going to do really quickly. We're just going to do a very quick Sweet Tea Theater of John and Catherine talking about John's business and what he does for a living. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, abbreviated version. I'm yeah. John. So, uh, hi, Catherine. How are you? Hey. Hey, John. How are you? I'm I liked, good. I like tongue swapping with you last night. It's great. It was great. Can I tell I like you about my Can I tell you about my job? It's so cool. Yeah, what do you do? I do, do, you do. I work in crude oil and natural gas. I, oh. I mean I, I, I sell stuff. I sell You know I sell how like I love fun. natural resources. It's true, Catherine. I mean, you got naturals in your tits, right? No, they're fake. I thought so. <laughs> I got a hair on See my this chest. dress right here? It's kind of like a magenta sheer fabric. It, is, it sure is, Kathy. It's not from Gwen's. <laughs> it, Gwen's friends no. don't know it. So I do I, I do trading. I do trading like... Trading? Uh, yeah. Like you know, the stock market? No, it's uh, oil and natural gas. It's uh, Yeah, I know. No. You've already said that. So it's... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, we've already run out of things to say. It's not the stock market. No, that is trading. It's not the stock market. What do you mean? Show me your tits. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. That's ridiculous. Catherine just go that edit where they just shut her going stock. Yeah, she didn't get it. She didn't get it. But it is the stock market. It is. He just yeah. in a way, it's commodities. It's, it's commodities. Yeah, it's commodities. It's not really the stock market. But yeah, but yeah, that's the show, no. y'all. Y'all, that's the show. We, we sign off the show. We are. Um, we are. Well, you know, we kind of do this already in our theme song. We really enjoy. It. Thank y'all again for listening. Um, lastly, we just want to say, y'all, this is still. I know this is an old show, but for a lot of you new listeners that I've jumped on from 90 Day Gays, this is a newer podcast. So if you share this on your social media, share it, tag the cast members from Southern Charm, that's a big deal for us. If you could do that, we would really, really, really appreciate it to help. Because I know you think we already have established shows, but honestly, this is like starting a new show for us. Yeah. So if you could share it, we would really appreciate it. If you could leave an Apple Podcast review. Oh, please. Even if you leave five stars. 
if you leave five stars and if you don't know what to put, as Poodle always says, all you got to say is, keep going, Queens. Keep going, Queens. Leave us five stars and we appreciate it so, 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 so very, very much. And our sign-off is for this Poodle. I, I think we do it in the sign-off. So we, what do you want the sign-off to be for tonight? I'm drunk. Come. I don't care. Yeah, suck it. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Poodle and to Matt. And they would like to thank you folks for listening to their chat. You're all invited back next week, but please, before we're through, just mosey down to iTunes and leave us a review. Poodle, you and reviews, you're shameless. That's what they call me in college. Y'all come come back back now, now, you hear? Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.